Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Biden's being a pop of... Biden's being an extremist. A lot of fed-up Americans were left dazed by the supposed resilience of the message of the Democratic Party. We're the United States of America. No, I'm not joking. A Democratic platform that said your increasing poverty doesn't exist. But what they've done is they've taught people the word inflation, right? Yeah. Most people who would have never used that word ever in their lives are using it now because they've been taught it. Those machete attacks. In Malibu, this homeless man was recently arrested after attacking a man with a machete. Daylight homicides and subway rapes. The attack was brutal. It was wicked. And the worst part is when the people were watching. Well, they never happened. Kathy Hochul believes that the only crimes that are being committed are these crimes with guns. And you, you have people who are afraid of being pushed in front of oncoming subway cars. They're being stabbed, beaten to death on the street with hammers. Okay. Anyone who commits a crime under our laws, especially with the change they made to bail, has consequences. I don't know why that's so important. We will make owning a home and retirement impossible for subsequent generations. When I was born, the median price for a house was $108,900. Now it's $337,200. Even if you account for inflation, that's about a 45% increase in cost. The overwhelming evidence of vaccine deaths and injuries are a figment of your conspiratorial imagination. And we're here with a simple message. Get vaccinated. Update your vaccine, your COVID vaccine. Uh, something like one in a thousand people have died. Um, we don't know how many more will die, but we're into double figures of millions who've definitely been killed as a consequence of this policy. I've not been a religious person, but I'm absolutely clear in my mind, the only people, the kind of planning and thinking it takes to have done what has happened are people who who would who would worship satan this was the democrats message what factors led to this train wreck of the corporatic district of criminals country club mirage of our constitutional republic Was there a generational factor? Gen Z, the 18 to 29 age group, gave 28 points to the Democrats, swayed by the fear-mongering. Gen Z was more than happy to trade what's left of their future to their Marxist boomer counterparts who promised them student loan forgiveness and will now wag slavery in the form of universal basic income in their faces. Have you thought about where this is heading? This is heading to you having no life to you spending your income on needs rather than treats and desires because you won't have any spare money left for those. They don't view you like a human being, these people. What we've got left is a government that's a middle management team for some higher power. And I think ultimately we will have to have some kind of universal basic income. Middle and working classes will be eroded and replaced with robots, AI and big corporations, and given a basic income. The old world is not coming back. A group of billionaires are deciding how the rest of the world should live, and they have the ear of the government that claims to represent you. 
the abortion factor saw 37 points go to the Democrats from unwed mothers. And did Trump's shadow loom too large over a Republican Party rising from his ashes? Or are these merely excuses to distract the CNN exit polls results that revealed that 75% of voters said the country is on the wrong track and an overwhelming majority are angry about inflation and the economy? Biden and company will now ramp up the threats on anyone with an unshakable gut feeling after they witnessed once again the blatant, antiquated, and openly rigged, quote, incompetent, end quote, voting system. So you, you're telling me I should vote John Fetterman, I should vote Joshua Shapiro. If you vote that, Democrat, make... all of them are the Democratics. You only got one against one. Project Veritas action journalists were told who to vote for just mere feet outside a polling center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania today. This is referred to as electioneering. So you have to fill out the ballot properly for the tabulator to read. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad to be here this morning. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody had a good weekend. A lot of stories to get into today. And of course, we'll be taking your phone calls as well. Lots of videos to show you as well. So let's just not waste any time and get right into it. Here it is. Your Daily Dispatch. Here it is, folks. Your Daily Dispatch for Monday, November 14th, 2022. Six dead in Istanbul blast. Erdogan says it smells like terrorism. It was an explosion on a busy pedestrian avenue. Wounded 81, killed six. Erdogan calls it a bomb. Vows the culprits will be punished. Six people were killed and 80 others, 81 others wounded on Sunday when an explosion rocked a busy pedestrian street in central Istanbul in what Turkish President Tayyip Erdogan called a bomb attack that smells like terrorism. Hundreds of people sm- uh, fled the historic Isklal Avenue after the blast as ambulance and police raced in. The area in the Beyoglu district of Turkey's largest city had been crowded as usual at the weekend with shoppers, tourists, and families. Video obtained by Reuters shows the moment the explosion occurred around 4.13 p.m., sending debris into the air and leaving several people lying on the ground while others stumbled away. Hours after the explosion, the vice president of Turkey visited the site to give the latest death and injury toll and promised to resolve the matter very soon. Nobody has yet claimed responsibility for this attack. We have some, we have some ideas as to who it might be. Erdogan said, quote, efforts to defeat Turkey and the Turkish people through terrorism will fail today, just as they did yesterday and they will tomorrow. Erdogan told a news conference before flying to Indonesia for a summit of the G20 leading economies. More news about that as well. So, again, just a terrorist attack in Istanbul. We'll get a little bit more into that a little bit later, including some speculation as to who may have been behind this and why. This is a major story that broke over the weekend. I personally am still trying to wrap my head around ftx founder spent 40 million as democrat midterm mega donor 
The story from Zero Hedge can be found at Infowars.com. Leading up to Sam Bankman-Fried's spectacular implosion in which his firm, FTX, evaporated billions in wealth after the now bankrupt cryptocurrency exchange allegedly commingled client assets with his trading firm into a li- liquidity crunch. He became the sixth largest donor in this year's midterm election cycle, giving some $40 million to mostly Democrat candidates and causes. According to Forbes, Bankman Freed was only was second only to George Soros among billionaire donors to Democratic groups during the 2020 midterm election cycle. It really does it, it seems like it seems like this guy was speed running being a corrupt Democrat. The headline here from Intelligence are the mysterious cryptocurrency magnate who became one of Biden's biggest donors talking political bets with 28-year-old CEO Sam Bankman-Fried. And again, a lot of more questions about this than answers. But yeah, it looks like just a sheer Ponzi scheme scam that uh, they're immediately spending money into, like putting money into the coffers of the people who in the government are tasked with oversight of the types of things they were doing. It's just a whole corruption tornado that we'll get into a little bit later and see if we can't puzzle out exactly what's going on here as it is seemingly a very in the open exposed now actual legitimate democrat political conspiracy yet another one so we'll get into that and how it really is no different than anything else the democrats do they just got caught this time meanwhile in politics we Still waiting to find out the results of some of the races from last week's election. But as of now, Democrats have sealed control of the Senate. The AZ governor race is still tight. A decisive new batch of ballots from Las Vegas' Clark County has prompted the Associated Press and many other outlets to declare Nevada incumbent Democrat Catherine Cortez Masto has defeated Adam Laxalt, Laxalt, assuring another two years of Democratic control of the U.S. Senate. With this win, Democrats will have at least 50 seats, plus the vice president vice presidential tiebreaker vote just as they do today with an opportunity to secure another seat in the uh, december 6th georgia runoff pitting republican herschel walker against incumbent Raphael warnock with senate control no longer at stake it seems likely that the already dull republican enthusiasm for trunk backed walker will sag even more the arizona governor's race remains tight however unlike friday night's update saturday's new tally brought some good news for the gop as carrie lake trimmed democrat Katie Hobbs' lead to 34,000 votes. Hobbs is up 50.7% to 49.3%, but there's still about 300,000 votes yet to be counted in Arizona. The great majority of those coming from two counties, Maricopa, which is home to Phoenix, and Pima County, where Tucson is found. So, again, we, we still eagerly await the results of that contest there in Arizona. But with the Republican failure to take... Any seats in the Senate? All of our oh, – so many dreams up in smoke with all of that, all of the ideas that we may have had about having a Senate majority and being able to launch investigations into Anthony Fauci and putting Rand Paul at the head of new commissions, taking over the January 6th commission. It's all, uh, it's all up in smoke now. You see why it was so important for the Democrats to – when by whatever means necessary, certain seats in the Senate, they have now been able to put a stop to all of those potentially country-saving things that we could have done. Oh, well. Perhaps that's why Senator Josh Hawley is now 
come out saying it's time to bury the Republican Party and build something new. Calls for massive reform after the midterm's failure. After a highly disappointing performance in midterm elections, Senator Josh Hawley says it's time to bury the old Republican Party and build something new. Although Republicans had a good chance of capturing the Senate, it now appears as though they could end up losing a seat following defeats in Arizona and Nevada with a runoff in Georgia following next month. They're also only set to win the House with a slim majority, far from the relatively easy win predicted as the forecasted red wave completely failed to materialize. And again, we can get into exactly why that is a little bit later. But I think I think most people know. I mean, they literally wrote a giant article about it in Time Magazine after 2020. They fortified the elections. You have these schemes going on, well-funded by the criminal billionaire Democratic class, to do things like ballot harvesting and you know mail-in ballot fraud where you just send out pre you – know, I believe it was in New York where Kathy Hochul was elected. 500,000 of her votes that she got were pre-printed Democrat ballots that they sent out to Democrats already filled out, and the people just had to sign it and send it back. And if one party does that and another party doesn't, who do you think is going to win the contest on the big day? So cheating isn't even necessarily the right term for it, just taking advantage of their own power to change the laws to benefit themselves than taking advantage of that change in law to win elections even if they don't deserve it. It's not going to stop anytime soon because they are just getting better and better. They're institutionalizing their scam at this point. And heck, maybe after one or two more elections like this, they'll have enough unquestioned power to simply make being Republican illegal. Yeah, we'll see. Finally, we have this story. U.S. Senator threatens Elon Musk. The billionaire mocked Senator Edward Markey over Twitter impersonation issues. And now U.S. Senator Edward Markey has responded to a tweet by Twitter owner Elon Musk by threatening congressional intervention if the billionaire doesn't fix his companies to the lawmaker's satisfaction. The row began Friday when Markey, a Massachusetts Democrat, demanded answers from Musk as to how a Washington Post reporter was able to create a verified count on the platform impersonating the senator, saying, I'm asking for answers from Elon Musk, who's putting profits over people and his debt over stopping disinformation. Twitter must explain how this is happening and how to prevent it from happening again demands explanations from elon musk it's just like i'm sorry where have you been the last decade that twitter has been allowing this type of stuff to go on it didn't matter it didn't matter before now that musk owns it now suddenly it matters uh, a whole heck of a lot and they're going to start asking questions because musk owns it he's putting people over profits but also a giant contingent of democrat corporations have all pulled their money from twitter Forcing Elon to take desperate measures because maybe they're putting profit over people? Or does that only go one direction because you people are despicable hypocrites who can't live up to your own standards? I think that might be it. We'll be back, folks. Stay tuned. It's November 2022, and that means our historic biggest sale of the year is now live at InfoWarStore.com. Up to 60% off on our best-selling products when you use promo code 1776 or 1776 at checkout. Finally, back in stock, our super high-quality organic-based multivitamin. Back in stock, massively discounted at InfoWarStore.com. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, incredible. Back in stock, massively discounted, InfoWarStore.com. The Vitamin C Zinc, again, organic, 
Vitamin C, 1100% with the rose hips and zinc. This is the Linus Pollen formula. You want it, InfoWarsStore.com, and the list goes on and on. DNA Force Plus, Brain Force Ultra, Super Mel Vitality, Physic Magnesium, all of it from 40 to 60% off when you use promo code 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. You're insane with all the stuff going on in this world. If you don't boost your immune system, plus it keeps us on air, a win-win. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Bandot Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad you were able to join us here this morning for this live broadcast. It is Monday, the 14th of November. Everybody had a good weekend. I uh, we did a little little pre Thanksgiving thing with my wife's family, and people just kept going. Oh, I bet your week was uh, was really fun this week with all the election stuff. And it's like, no, 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 no. it's not fun. It's not fun at all. It's sort of uh, interesting, I guess, but no, I died. I don't want to talk about politics anymore. I'm done talking about this election, and you realize. I, I just – something kept running through my head this weekend. I kept seeing headlines talking about crisis. This is one of them. And I, I can't remember how exactly the other the headline put it, but it had to do with U.S. Border Protection Chief resigns after refusing to resign. That's the headline from InfoWars. The other one I read you know, said something about U.S. Border Protection Chief resigns amid border crisis. The news about Chris Magnus comes amid a major migrant influx crisis in the country. There it is. There's the word crisis. I just kept thinking about this word crisis. And I, I realized that there is no crisis. There, there are no crises. No crises. Probably should have figured out how to pluralize that before I go on a big rant about the word. But I'm not going to and I've already started. So here we are. When is the last time that America had a real crisis? I'll tell you what a real crisis was. The hurricane that hit Florida, massive flooding, those unbelievable images of just entire cities going from land to sea in in a matter of minutes. That's a crisis. That's a massive, uncontrollable, natural event that you just 
you have to deal with. It's it's a real crisis, flooding and electricity being down and people being missing and wind knocking things over and smashing buildings, entire buildings being uprooted and carried down the road by the floodwaters. I mean, that's a real crisis. And Florida fixed that in about a week. In about a week, all the electricity was back on. They'd rebuilt entire highways. See, America's actually pretty good at handling crises. There's a crisis that occurs. Americans step up, step in and fix things in a matter of moments. We're actually extremely efficient as a as a nation when we actually need to be. What's happening at the border is not a crisis. It's uh, all according to plan. It's not a crisis. It's a manufactured event. It's exactly what they have wanted to happen. If you wanted to fix what's happening at the border, it's a matter of sending instructions. It's a matter of just deciding to do something different. And so the climate climate change crisis, their climate crisis, no, there's not. If the media wouldn't talk about it, if the politicians didn't make it a central foundational platform of their global takeover, nobody nobody's walking outside and going, oh my God, the climate, ah, it's a crisis, right? It's not a hurricane, it's not a tornado, it's not a, a drought or a plague of Egypt. It's just chart numbers it's numbers on a chart it's uh, a line graph presented in some boardroom somewhere it's not an actual crisis it's it's all manufactured it's all created and then of course you look at what they're planning on doing to solve this crisis that doesn't exist and it's has nothing to do with climate i mean how how thick do you have to be to believe this crap when they're like oh yeah look at this chart this cli- this chart is very scary do you see how red the chart is it's a very scary chart so the earth is being destroyed and we're going to go ahead and need you to just surrender your entire being physical spiritual mental and financial over to the new world order yeah we're going to go ahead and need you to carry around this uh, heck you don't even need to carry it we'll just inject into your skin some sort of uh, electric node some sort of chip so we can track you everywhere you go and everything that you do and everyone you talk to and everything you buy. It will all be on our giant ledger sheet and we'll install a social credit score that, again, is predicated on the crisis of the earth being destroyed. It has nothing to do with fixing the environment. They are literally not even pretending to connect the two anymore. They're just like, a climate crisis, you guys, climate crisis. If I say climate crisis enough, then you'll go ahead and let me chip you and uh, enact the CBDC plans that we have for the entire world. It's just re- – and was COVID-19 a crisis? I don't know. We've seen the survival rates at this point. It's 99.9997% chance of survival of that. If there had been no media hysteria about COVID, if they had just never discovered that it was a thing, it would have just been a, a sort of bizarre flu period. Which would have been you know, reports of like, I don't know. I can't taste for some reason. It's really weird. I got the flu and now I can't taste, but now I'm better and everything's back to normal. Would it just been like people just would have been, is everybody around you getting sick? Yeah, everybody I know is sick. God, it's really bad, huh? Yeah. Anyway, two weeks later, it's uh, all over. There was no crisis. I was all manufactured. So the crises that we're dealing with in this world are almost entirely of uh, two origin. One is they don't exist at all, and it's literally fabricated out of whole cloth through media coordination. And these are things like domestic terror, white supremacy in America, uh, the climate change scam, the COVID scam. These are fake crises that don't actually exist that are that exist entirely in the media. 
And without the media telling you about this thing, you would have never heard it, wouldn't have affected your life at all. There would have been no crisis at all. So either they don't exist and they're made up completely or they are the direct result of the design of the Democrats and the, their globalist masters. So things like the border, not a crisis because they're letting it happen, right? It's like if you – it's like uh, you know being mad because the neighbor's dog is tearing up your house. But it's like, yeah, but you were standing in your doorway whistling for the dog and inviting them in with biscuits. It's like that's – it's not like, oh, the dog's in the house. It's destroying everything. What a crisis. It's like, well, you let the thing in. So is this really a crisis? And then as soon as we get it out of the house, you go and open up the back door and let it in again. So it's not a crisis. It's something you're doing, something you have planned on, something that you have designed and now you're carrying out. So what's happening at the border is not a – not a crisis. The migrant influx is not a crisis. It's intended. It's business as usual. It is the desired result of the plans being put forward by the Democrats. So I don't know. This weekend, just that word crisis just kept popping up. I kept seeing all these references to all these crises that we're dealing with and just thinking none of these are crises. They are all a matter of choice, a matter of decision, a matter of plan. And it, it really, like once you understand that, once you understand the scale and scope of the disasters that are being inflicted on us and you realize that all of these are by design and all of them are on purpose and all of them are just being carried out according to an agenda it's 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 really infuriating it's really unbelievably frustrating because it's one thing if it's a crisis it's one thing if it's a hurricane crash like you yeah it's you know sucks that my house is flooded but what am I going to do? Be mad at God? Be mad at the sky? I mean, you know, it's just something that happens and you have to deal with. But if and, – and that really is the difference. The difference is between a hurricane flooding your house because your entire city is flooded and your house isn't a boat, so sorry, your house is flooded, uh, versus some guy coming in with a garden hose or pulling a fire truck up to the front of your house and shoving the f- fire hose one end through your window and the other end on the fire hydrant and flooding your house with a giant fire hose on purpose because he wants to sell you flood insurance or something. One's a crisis. The other is a business plan. It's an important distinction. So it's just, I don't know how we deal with things without recognizing this is all on purpose. Alex, why is this taking so long? Why is this taking so long? In France, they can count all the paper ballots and they're done in a day. Why can't we do this here? The answer is fraud and corruption. If we don't fix the system, it doesn't matter whether the Republican nominee is Donald Trump or Governor DeSanctimonious. They're going to deny us Michigan. They're going to deny us Pennsylvania. They're going to deny us Arizona. And I can't come to 270 electoral votes without any any of those states where I believe there is an America first majority in every single one of them. So we need to keep fighting for reform of the system. Tucker Carlson said this better last night than anything else. Communications are the reason why we didn't well. That's why Infowars.com is so damn important. That's why they're so desperate to take you off the air, Alex. People need to get behind Infowars. This alternative media that we work so hard to bring you is vitally important. We need more of this communications, not less. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. 
back, ladies and gentlemen. Focusing on not the not the intricacies of what we see in the headlines on a daily basis. Talk about the the various method by which we are being raked across the goal, goal uh, raked across the coals by Democrats. You know, it's like one of those. You know, now that everybody else in the media is where info was Infowars was ten years ago. Or two years ago or a year ago or, you know, when the Republicans failed to stand up for Donald Trump getting his election stolen and now they find that their election has been stolen. Gee, who could have seen that coming? It's a little bit frustrating. But again, just wanting to almost like zoom out and just look at the whole thing from a, a wider view. And I, it, it really is one of those things like if you – if you can't get it yourself, I don't know if I can explain it to you. So maybe I'm just wasting my time here because I think if you get this already, you know, you're just hearing me tell you something you already know. If you don't get it, I, it's like how can I explain it to you? It's so obvious. It's so apparent. I don't know how you don't recognize this. Things like the, the crisis at the border, yeah, big, the big border crisis. It's just like, okay, but the UN is literally sending buses to people in the third world. And going, hey, come get on this bus. We'll take you to the border. We'll give you a lawyer. We'll give you the right words you use. Throw your idea away so they can't expedite your expulsion and and get across the border there. And it's like we are paying those people to do that. And then we're like, oh, my God, it's a crisis. It's like do you really not understand? Can you really not zoom out and go, wait, this is all manufactured. This is all on purpose. And now they – what they do is they create the – they create the conditions for a crisis to take place and then they – capitalize on that crisis to give themselves new emergency powers like it's a feedback loop of aggrandizing their own power by sacrificing your safety your country your livelihood your retirement whatever it is that they have to sacrifice of yours they're perfectly willing to do it but like again everybody gets that everything is screwed up right now right everybody understands despite all the gaslighting from the mainstream media everybody knows that crime is going up everybody knows that everything is more expensive everybody knows that everything just doesn't work as well these days with half of companies workforce is still working from home and the supply chain chains still utterly screwed up it's still impossible to get anything done and even when you get it done it's impossible to find anybody that'll do it right and actually be accountable for their work it's just everything's getting worse and everybody recognizes that i think and so the question is what can we do to fix it in order to ask answer that question you have to ask well how did it get this way in the first place I think one of the things that people – like why they reject the idea of conspiracy theories in the first place is because if you don't understand the point of the conspiracy, if you don't understand what the the key bono, that ultimate part of who benefits and how, then it just doesn't make any sense for people to just be wantingly destroying things for no purpose, right? To have all of these people in positions of power coordinating to very carefully collapse the economy, it's like what? Why would anybody do that? That's – you know, it's baffling. It doesn't make any sense. But when you realize that you have to destroy the old world to create a new one, when you understand that they have a plan in place, they have a system that they want to replace open capitalism. You see, capitalism, while it has its downfalls and it can be exploited and has been to a very large degree, it also is the freest function of you know 
economic organization that the world has ever seen. With capitalism, it doesn't matter who you are or what the authorities think about you. You got a couple bucks in your pocket. You can go buy a lawnmower and start mowing lawns and make money and start hiring people and start selling things and start bottling things and taking it to the farmer's market and start selling it. It's just – it's free. It's open. You can do it. You can do whatever you want because your money goes with you and it's not accountable to you and it's it's untrackable. So see, they're trying to replace that system. So until you understand that they have a system that they want to replace our system with, then how could you – conceive of why they would want to destroy this system the, ser- the system serving them so well they're all billionaires they're all doing incredibly well why would they want to destroy something that was serving them thusly and it's like well it's because they're greedy it's because they've gotten to the top of this pyramid and they're looking beyond and they're going how do i how do i ensure that i stay at this level of comfort and and privilege forever and so when you look at because i you know i don't want this I don't want to just constantly be complaining about what the globalists are doing. I would like to have some sort of alternative option that says here's here's how we get back to some sense of normalcy. Here's how we get back to being prosperous and open and free and happy again. And we actually have that. The problem is it's just what we were doing before, before all of the machinations got started, before they got their claws in us. And so if you want to know how we get back to where we were it's not that complicated it's not that sophisticated of a of a plan what we need what would save this country and save the world it's pretty simple it's national unity predicated and based and founded on a shared moral principle or a, a group of shared moral fr- principles a moral framework that we all agree on and adhere to we can find national unity in that and an understanding that national unity is the paramount organizational force that the more that we are subdivided by groups within our nation the less effective we can be the more we're at each other's throats so you need national unity predicated on first and foremost a moral framework and a shared history and so when you look around at what's going on in the world today you can see that our history is under attack our unity is under attack and our institutions are being dismantled, which would be the third you know, piece, of the, piece of the puzzle into what could get America back on track is actually having functional institutions with a purpose. So when your justice department is letting criminals out on the street for no good reason, it's not exactly fit to form, is it? It's not exactly working towards the goal that it was established to work towards. And so just taking what we need now, you can see how we got to this point. It's because all of the things that would get us back on track and make us functional and prosperous and unified again are all the things that are being attacked and undermined by the globalist cabal. Things like our unity, things like our ability to rise above our petty differences of race or religion or sex and remind each other that we're all one big family in america we all have to look out for each other but then of course if you want to get to the root of all the problems you have to go to the fiat money system and the fact that our entire economic system is one big ponzi scheme that's necessitates endless perpetual growth which doesn't exist in nature and uh i'm not sure everybody's ready for that 
that conversation. So we got to go really deep and we got to fix things. But the good news is that here at InfoWars, we have been peddling the medicine for what ails us for the last several decades. And of course, we have actual supplements <laughs> that we actually peddle and that you can actually go to InfoWarsStore.com to purchase and they'll help you in you know, your actual health. But in terms of national health, this is the beautiful thing about InfoWars. We recognize that we need something. We need some symbol that we can all adhere to, some life-giving force that we can all point to and say, look, at the end of the day, we all agree on this, right? We all agree this was the right thing. And, of course, what we point to is the Founding Fathers, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, a unified moral framework that gives everybody the freedom to be diverse in their beliefs, to be diverse in their ways of life and cultures, but to be unified under one country, under one nation, under one God, and all those other little petty differences, they don't do any damage. They instead enhance and empower our capabilities. And so that's what's being destroyed. That's what's being ripped apart. And that is, again, one of the reasons they want us destroyed because, as you may know, you may be able to to glean at this point, all of this is by design. All of this is on purpose because they don't want a powerful America. They don't want a unified, prosperous, and an America that will stand up to them because they have plans. They're just getting ready to enact as soon as our shield goes down, as soon as our defenses fumble. The globalists are in an absolute panic right now. They are attacking and suing and censoring and spying on and engaging in bullying and physical attacks against populist conservatives and Christians, not just in America, but worldwide. And their number one most hated enemy in the media is InfoWars because we know the globalist number, we know their operation, we know their modus operandi, and we know how to take them down peacefully. We've got great products that fund the operation that also are incredibly powerful and the highest quality for your immune system and more. We have the biggest sale of the year going right now. Black Friday comes early. Use promo code 1776 and get up to 60% off on these best-selling products at InfoWarStore.com. Biggest sale of the year, promo code 1776, up to 60% off. Take action now and empower your body. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Because one of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto. Fund Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep doing it. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection. Objection. All right, let's move on. And people care about the First Amendment. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be opening up the phone lines for your calls. We'll taking your calls throughout the next two hours. We're going to cover the F- FTX debacle here in just a minute. Give out the, numbers, give out the number to call as well. Try to puzzle out exactly what's happening here with this FTX nonsense. But before we do that, let me remind you, go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us and everything that we do here. And we make it easy for you to do it. Not only do we give you incredible news for absolutely free here. We broadcast 10 hours a day. The American Journal, The Alex Jones Show, and The War Room coming to you live. Full crews, full pre-production, post-production, everything. I mean, that takes a lot of work in and of itself. And then you got band.video. And all of this, of course, is totally free. Absolutely free to air because the point of this is and has always been to get the message out in whatever way possible. And you put yourself behind a paywall and you cut off the ability of this information to burst through the gates and actually get into the wider world. So all this has been purposefully designed, probably could have been a lot more stable and a lot more monetarily successful if we had a different strategy. But It's never about the money. It's always about getting the message out. And, of course, our effectiveness in that regard is unquestioned and unparalleled. So we'll continue to do that. All we ask is that you go to InfoWarsStore.com and support us in this mission. And, of course, we make it easy for you to do that as well. With the Black Friday comes early mega blowout sale, you're getting our top products for up to 60% off. Plus, you get double Patriot points, which you can then turn around and spend on more products at InfoWarsStore.com. You can also get an additional 10% off the already discounted prices in the store by using the promo code 1776. Right now, the whole food multivitamin is back in stock. The vitamin D3 gummies are in limited supply and the vitamin C plus zinc, all three of those are 40% off. DNA Force Plus is a massive 50% off discount and that's in limited supply. So if that hasn't sold out yet, you can still get DNA Force Plus at 50% off. One of our top selling products ever, Vitamin Mineral Fusions, also 50% off right now. Let me make sure that's right because that might be even more off. But just about everything is either 40, 50, or 60% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And hey, for the for the InfoWarrior who has everything, why not an InfoWars gift card? You can get it at InfoWarsStore.com. You can buy your stocking stuffers right now. Don't wait until Christmas when you're scrambling to get things for your loved ones, your friends, and family. Just go now to InfoWarsStore.com. Get your Christmas shopping out of the way. Enjoy Thanksgiving and the real Black Friday, uh, you know, un- unperturbed by the looming holiday season. Just get it all out of the way right now. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, take advantage of this sale, and do your Christmas shopping during the best sale time of the year at InfoWarsStore.com. And we thank you so much for doing that. Now, if you want to call in, the number to dial is one eight seven 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 eight nine two five three nine. The one headline that sort of pops out to me as a question that I'd like to hear from the InfoWars audience about is this Senator Josh Hawley quote saying it's time to bury the Republican Party and build something new calls for massive reform after midterms failure. I have to kind of agree. I mean, I don't know what sort of reconfiguration the Republican Party can undergo at this point. I'd like to hear your input on this. Give us a call, 1-877-789-2539, and let us know what you think should be done with the Republican Party. Is it defunct? Can it be saved? Are the libertarians the heroes that we need after all? Let me know what you think, 1-877-789-2539.
I'm also I'm also accepting calls for people who can explain to me what the hell's going on with this FTX nonsense. Because here's this is this is how I feel about financial stuff. I can read a story about some sort of Ponzi scheme scam artist like FTX, where they're talking about the way that these guys just basically fabricated money, just lost billions, gave away a bunch of money. Uh, And I can then read a story about some brilliant new innovator in the financial realm, some brash new Goldman Sachs trader who's inventing whole new ways of, you know, commoditizing air, you know, just something. And it's like, to me, they read exactly the same. They both seem like scams to me. They, They all seem like just completely made up hogwash nonsense scams where they just use a bunch of jargon that I don't understand to make it seem like what they're doing is somehow some uh, it's all like so it's all one big brilliant game they're playing but again it's like you read what these guys are doing and it's like how is this any different than what everybody else is doing I don't understand I guess there's some intricacies here that are different than everybody else but it's not, like I, it's not like I don't understand what's happening. It's just I don't care about any of this because it all just seems like, like a big game they're playing. It's like listening to somebody talk about stats in a video game that you've never played. It's just like I just, just don't care about this. But, of course, the big twist in this is that all of the money that this FT, FTX scam brought about uh, got given to the Democrats and – that this guy may have actually gotten away with this if it hadn't been quite as bad as it was. They might have been able to cover up some of what they were doing. And we'll get into how exactly they did that in just a second. We have some videos about this that at least ask more questions if they don't actually explain any answers. Uh, let's go to clip number three now. This is Clint Russell at Liberty Lockdown saying, you know, I'm just asking questions about what's going on with FTX. Let's watch. I'm not saying it's impossible that he did it on his own and he did it you know, just using the political establishment to cover up his corruption until it got uncovered. It's possible. It's also possible that his family was, you know, uplifted for this exact purpose. And maybe it wasn't supposed to blow up now, but it did because there was a bear market in the cryptocurrency space more broadly. And that meant that their balance sheet was so in the red that they couldn't keep it going. And he had to own up. But it, based off of his statements that he intended to donate upwards of a billion dollars in the next presidential election in 2024, especially if Donald Trump ran, according to his own words, that implies that he didn't think it was going to blow up this soon. He thought he was going to be able to keep it going. And, you know, this is, this is what Ukraine's used for. Is it so far-fetched to believe that They would also use the cryptocurrency space, particularly when it opens up the window, opens up the door for them to come in and lay out very, very harsh regulations to the one market that provides a direct competition to the fiat monopoly that they have going. For those that are listening, I'm gently shrugging my shoulders for an extended (laughs) period of time to get you to think for yourself. Uh, absolutely brilliant. That's uh, Clint Russell of, of Liberty Lockdown. And so, yeah, this this little scheme that they had going on 
sort of involves so much of what we talk about on a daily basis. So one of the things that happened with this scheme is that foreign aid taken from taxpayers here in America sent to Ukraine. Ukraine then invested in this FTX exchange, cryptocurrency exchange. Then FTX then took that money and donated it to Democratic donors. So through a roundabout washing machine laundry process, the Democrats took your tax money and gave it to themselves, essentially. Take out a couple steps in the middle, and the the effect of what has happened is that the Democrats have gone into your pockets, taken your tax dollars, and donated it to their own campaigns. They had to launder it through Ukraine and then FTX, of course, but at the end of the day, uh, Ukraine gets a little off the top. The middleman crypto you know, pass-through gets a little off the top. And at the end of the day, the Democrats end up with tens of millions of dollars to pour into their candidates and causes with the tacit or explicit understanding that once they're in power, some of these problems that these exchanges are under might just go away. But of course, you have a big catastrophe of tens of billions of dollars evaporating from the market. You get a lot of very important people to lose very large chunks of money, and suddenly, well, this this cryptocurrency thing can't just be allowed to continue unregulated for the sake of stability of the financial markets. The government has to step in and get involved in the cryptocurrency space. I guess we have to have CBDCs, because after all, it's to save the financial world, but actually also it's to save the world from climate change, but actually also it's to stop illegal immigration and drug rings. It's whatever excuse they can come up with to do the thing they want to do anyway, which is, as Clint Russell points out, eliminate any competing uh, competing system to their fiat currency perpetual growth Ponzi scheme that they're running right now where every dollar you spend is saddled with more than a dollar in debt. So no matter how much money you make and how much you spend, every dollar gets you deeper into debt. Every every cent that passes through your coffers is another shovel load of dirt as you dig your own grave. So we'll get back into this and we'll show you a, a report from Greg Reese on the other side about what happened with FTX. Once a tragedy reaches a level of national significance, American citizens should be allowed to basically question that event in any way that they deem fit. The First Amendment is unique in the world. That's what they want to take away, your ability to speak freely. So they're going to go for Mike Lindell next, or are they going to go for Steve Bannon, or are they going to go for Tucker Carlson? I studied the globalists 30 years ago, but on air 28 years, and I knew they were planning all of this, and I warned the public as a modern Paul Revere. But I couldn't have done it without your support. And now, because we've been so successful warning the population of the planet, not just America, we're public enemy number one when it comes to the globalist agenda. That's why it's more important than ever to realize how successful InfoWars has been because of your past support. So I salute you and I thank you. And I ask you now, at the critical juncture of the battle, to redouble your efforts by visiting InfoWarsStore.com and getting amazing products that keep us on air. 1776 of the promo code. The destination is InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you all for your support. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried was the largest donor to the Democrat Party, second to George Soros, for the spurious 2022 midterms. 
nearly $40 million, which reportedly came from crypto donations to Ukraine. FTX was partnered with the World Economic Forum as one of Klaus Schwab's stakeholders. FTX's founder reportedly used a secret backdoor to steal over a billion dollars from the customers of the now defunct cryptocurrency exchange. But there's more to the story than Sam Bankman freed and a money laundering slush fund for the failing Democrat Party. The CEO for FTX was Caroline Ellison, whose father is Glenn Ellison, head of the MIT Economics Department. Glenn Ellison hired Gary Gensler to head the cryptocurrency department at MIT in 2018. And in 2021, the Biden administration nominated Gary Gensler as the chair of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, who has been laser focused on gaining control of cryptocurrency. While the SEC has been routinely combative towards cryptos, they have treated FTX like family, causing many to argue that FTX was being groomed and set up by the SEC to monopolize the crypto market. FTX was an exchange that had a bright sheen on it. It was led by a CEO that was often on Capitol Hill and being photographed with regulators and lawmakers. And so there was this sense that the exchange was very buttoned up. Cryptocurrency has the potential to strip power from the central banking system, and that makes it a major threat. As this story unfolds, don't be surprised if this mess becomes the catalyst for government overreach into cryptocurrencies. The journal reporting the CEO allegedly using customer money from FTX to fund risky bets at his other company, a hedge fund called Alameda. Many people believe that this will definitely set back the crypto industry for years. You know, this is a tale as old as time to some degree. Some young charismatic guy in Bermuda shorts with the floppy hair uh, charmed the 20 best investors in the world. Rebecca, the big question here, was this a mistake by the founders are a crime? Well, that's a question the regulators will ultimately have to answer here. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. That's the latest from Greg Reese. You can find and share that video on Bandot Video. CEO of FTX's daughter of SEC's heads, uh, SEC heads, former boss. So yes, the connections are intricate. What a tangled web we weave. But it wasn't just the SEC that this cryptocurrency exchange was mixed up in. We have the story at Infowars.com, courtesy of Zero Hedge. And it looks like this is what people want to talk about today. We put out the call asking people to talk about the Republican Party. Apparently nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody called in about FTX. So we're going to go to your calls about FTX in the next segment. And uh, hopefully some of our callers can explain to me exactly what the hell is going on with this. But again, it's like, you know, anytime you hear about crypto and people go, but crypto is not based on anything. It's like, yeah, unlike that paper money in our pocket, right? <laughs> again, it's like none of it's based on anything. It's all faith. So I guess when the faith collapses, uh, so does the store of value. But there it is. So if you want to call in about FTX, yeah, give us a call. We'll take your call uh, in the next two hours. And of course, we'll start in the next segment. The number to dial is one 789 2539 but again, it's not just the SEC. FTX allegedly loaned Alameda Research, a trading firm founded by Bankman Freed, roughly $10 billion in cl- client assets, which has landed him under 
uh, federal investigation by the SEC, CTF, and the Justice Department, the latter of which had been working on a months-long investigation, according to Wall Street Journal. Isn't it nice when they launch an investigation to a big Democratic donor? It uh, doesn't get leaked to the press. They don't actually report on it. They don't take any steps to, like, stop what's happening and then investigate. They just let it go for a couple months or a couple years. They just let it continue. Sure, well, there's a, there's an ongoing investigation about that uh, until it all blows up. And then they're like, well, we've been investigating this for months. Well, what have you been doing? You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we, we I sort of intend to do this generally, but today is especially true. When we do the Daily Dispatch, we take sort of the five top stories and just sort of run through them quickly, giving you a little bit of insight, a little bit of background to each story, but not really getting into it. But the idea is, right, that you sort of cover what the mainstream media is talking about these stories we let everybody know, stay tuned because we're going to break down what's actually going on here. And like today, every one of the stories that we covered in the first five minutes or the first segment of today's episode, it's all extremely – there's a lot, there's a lot of depth underneath the surface to all of these. The F- FTX story, s- sort of the most – sort of the most skeletons in that closet – the most un, undiscovered stuff under there. But other stuff as well, including the story about the U.S. senator threatening Elon Musk. Uh, just wait. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show, but it's not just a U.S. senator threatening Elon Musk. It turns out it was an entire hoax with members of the media cooperating to give the senator justification for saying what he said. It's it's all very complicated. So if you, if you, thought, the, if you thought the Daily Dispatch which is sort of stuff that everybody's talking about. We'll just wait. Those are just little teases. That's just a little advertisement for what's coming up later. And we'll get into exactly how all of these schemes are playing out and what's really happening underneath the surface of all of these seemingly benign stories. But right now we're talking about FTX, which is just a Kind of a typical, kind of a typical thing. It seems again, it's like, yeah, okay, this got really bad, I guess, and billions of dollars got lost. But at the same time, as you saw in the in the last segment, that guy saying, "Well, it's just it's a tale as old as time." This young, brash, charming person fooling the richest people in the world, and it's just like, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, it does happen all the time, but it's not. It's not because people keep getting fooled over and over. It's because they're all just playing one another because they're all just scheming against one another, and it's just deceit upon deceit. People know that he's full of crap, and then they write stories praising him as if he's a genius because they're in on it, and they you know, want to prop up the illusion. I mean the same thing happened with the WeWork guy, right? I mean the same thing happens over and over and over again. It's like Fire Island or whatever that, that place is called. It's just everybody knows what's happening. Everybody knows it's a disaster very early on. They all – have vested interest in covering it up and keeping the scam going for as long as possible. So, you know, I don't see how this is any different than any other, you know, market crash where, Oh no, the market crash, I guess the, the government has to bail out our bank now. Whoops. Okay. Darn too bad for you. Sorry. All of your failures have to be 
taken over by taxpayers. So, again, I just started reading. This is uh, the article from Zero Hedge. It's available at Infowars.com. FTX allegedly loaned Alameda Research, a trading firm founded by Bankman Freed, roughly $10 billion in client assets, which had landed him under a federal investigation by the uh, SEC, CTFC, and the Justice Department, the latter of which had already been working on a months-long investigation, according to the Wall Street Journal, which, again, why why was he allowed to keep doing what he was doing for months? You know they can just shut – Shut it down right away. If there's suspicious activity, they can say, all right, you've got to stop for a second while we figure out whether what you're doing is legal. But whether it's Goldman Sachs or Alameda or Sam Bankman-Fried, some people are above regulation. Some people are above oversight or law. They just get away with it. The CTFC, meanwhile – is tasked with regulating certain elements of crypto markets including digital assets – that are as commodities and crypto exchanges and clearinghouses. In late September, Bankman-Fried admitted to his, uh, that his political donations were mostly to Democrats, but it goes much deeper than that. Bankman-Fried heavily courted the CTFC, CFTC rather, and, quote, funded several key lawmakers charged with overseeing the agency pouring cash into their campaign coffers. The CFTC is charged with regulating certain elements of the crypto marketplace, including digital assets. The, the agency is overseen by Senate and House Agricultural Committees, with the former tasked with approving CFTC's commissioners nominated by the president. The former FTX CEO personally donated to the Senate's uh, committee chairwoman, Democrat Michigan Debbie Stabenow, contributing over $20,000 to the Stabenow Victory Fund and five. $1,800 to her campaign for Senate. Bankman-Fried donated roughly $6,000 as the committee's ranking member, Republican Arkansas Senator John Boozman as well, and $5,800 to the ranking member of the Subcommittee on Commodities, Risk Management, and Trade, Republican Montana Senator John Haven. Others have connected the dots and concluded that FTX may have been a money laundering operation. And it just goes on and on to talk about the millions of dollars that they've donated to Democrat politicians and and activities bankman freed also donated 27 million dollars to the protect our future PAC, which primarily works to elect democrats it's been over one million dollars towards a representative Chantel brown a member of the house agricultural committee another donation linked to members of the house ag committee don't included two hundred thousand dollars to the democrat Com- congressional campaign committee headed by chair maloney and Nearly $6,000 to Maloney himself. He also gave $20,000 to the campaign and victory fund of Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, Gillibrand, whose father worked for the Nexium sex cult in the early 2000s where he made $25,000 per month. As a thought experiment, imagine what Bankman Freed's financial goodwill would have bought the firm if FTX hadn't divided by zero and imploded. So again, they were laying the groundwork for this to be a long-time operation from the Democrats. And, of course, story also to be found at Infowars.com by Greg Reese in uh, conjunction with the video report that we just saw. CEO of FTX is daughter of SEC heads, former boss, Democrat slush fund to serve as catalyst for government regulation of crypto. So, again, they create the crisis. They capitalize on the crisis. The feedback loop of corruption continues unabated let's go out to your phone calls now we'll get into this a little bit more later but again this is what most people called in about let's go to 
Uh, we'll give Sauce time to cover it in the next one because I think he's going to give me the full breakdown. But Dustin in Alabama wants to talk about this organization we're talking about, Alameda Research, and FTX is missing money. Thanks for calling in. Dustin, you're on the air. What do you know about Alameda Research? Hey, well, if you look at their corporate logo, it's an eject button. It's an eject button? Yeah, pull up the corporate logo and look at it. It's straight off your DVD player, your PlayStation. That's funny. So, that's an accident, too. So what do you think that means? I think it was all planned from the start. I mean, it's just in your face. So what, that they're... That, that their corporate logo is the eject button? <laughs> that is pretty funny. Yeah, it definitely it, it definitely is an eject button. It certainly does look like that. It also looks like a it looks like a rune of some sort. It's like a hier- <laughs> yeah, hieroglyph. Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, uh-huh, well, yeah, eject with your money. But that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> eject with your money. Like you're thinking of a of eject like an ejection seat out of a jet. Just like, let the, yeah, the let the jet crash and you eject out. Interesting. Interesting reading of that situation. And again, I, you know, who knows about any of these people? Who knows? We'll see. Uh, I know we have some other people calling in about – oh, we did get – we got some more callers about the Republican Party. All right, we'll go to um, Sauce in FEMA Region 9, and we'll hold you over. We got about a minute left, Sauce, but you have the explanation for FTX. What happened with this FTX cryptocurrency commodity exchange program well i'm not quite sure if i have the exact explanation but basically what's going to happen with ftx is going to happen with tether and it's going to keep on going because um sec is uh what's going on with sec is basically they've kind of kept um a, you know ripple xrp they've kind of kept them in a bubble safe from what's going on in the market um crypto touches all sectors political finances accounting commodities equities gaming so that's why everybody's kind of talking about it um that the ftx situation is basically it was created hold, hold, hold for, that for, hold that thought sauce we're going to come back to you on the other side we'll hold you over take more of your phone calls here on the other side and figure out what's going on with ftx which does appear just to be a laundering scheme i mean it doesn't seem to be much more complicated than by that. the will of god and by god working through you and your support InfoWars continues to persevere against attacks never before seen in the Western world against independent media. Thanks for keeping me in the fight. And over the years, you have come to the table. You have stepped to the plate so many times and kept InfoWars and free speech on the air, and I thank you. But now, I have my own legal bills that have reached the point that I can't pay them, and I need your support. So if you want to keep this operation moving forward, if you want to back me in this fight against the globalists, please visit saveinfowars.com and saveinfowars.com takes you a URL at Give Sim Go for direct Alex Jones Legal Defense Fund. This whole phase of their attacks, four years in the making, is almost over. And right at the end, we're not giving up, we're not giving in, but we could give out. So please, if you support what we're doing and want to fight for liberty and freedom and justice in the future, go to saveinfowars.com today. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year, and I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. 
It's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalists. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalists. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks we are talking about this ftx article that is broken over the weekend gateway pundit has the story ftx ceo sam bankman fried admits ftx was a crypto laundromat for ukrainian government we'll talk about that in just a second story at infowars.com and newswars.com exposed ftx collapse reveals crypto exchange was nothing but a democrat slush fund And yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into this. It's a very tangled web they weave. It's an open conspiracy at this point. And uh, Elon Musk is pointing this out on his platform, saying SPF was a major dim donor. So no investigation. But they say there was an investigation. For months, they've been investigating him. <laughs> this happened in any other type of like market. I mean, you remember they, they thought that maybe uh, baby food might be contaminated so they shut down the biggest distribution and processing plant in america people were scrambling and like having to go to food banks to get their baby food like get baby starving that's that's fine we need to step in and shut things down but when it comes to finance uh, you better just let them keep doing what they're doing for months or maybe years on end before you ever actually bring the hammer down it's people's money after all the most sacred of things but sauce in fema region nine is uh helping to break this down for us you got cut off by the commercial break there, at Sauce. But uh, go ahead and pick us pick us back up where we, where we left off. What, what's going on here with FTX? Sauce, we have Sauce guys. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, well, it's it's like Hegelian dialectic. What's what's going on? Basically, SBF has connections with Tether. Tether is one of the biggest trading pairs in the market right now. The commercial dollars are necessarily backed by Tether. Every time they have an audit, they always kind of pull out. So Tether's never really been audited. So they don't really know if the commercial dollars even exist. So <clears throat> that's the thing. So it can ha- what's going to happen with F- FTX is going to happen with Tether. Uh, the, the government has been trying to basically kind of define what a stablecoin means despite the micro-regulations in Europe. So if they're able to basically kind of go after stable coins, which Tether will give them precedent to, they'll be able to kind of classify what what a basket commodity would consist of. Um, Some can speculate that could be Ripple. Um, I'm not quite sure. I mean, I I tend to lean with that assumption. Um, But the reason why they haven't gone after coins is because SEC, they haven't been focusing on coins unless it's library. They've been. It's easier to go after the exchanges because the exchanges are easier to kind of prove insolvent 
because they're all we're all regu- dealing with unregulated tokens. Right. It's it's easy to kind of move the liquidity in and out without really having um you know like a real other than having on chain. There's no real way to real tell who's who. Right. You have to kind of know who the wallet holder is. And people don't. It's not based on air. It's for people who invest in this space. We it's it's utility. So that's kind of where the stakeholder capitalism comes from. Is if I hold if I hold a piece of this utility token, then I hold a piece of the protocol, and I'm kind of in the game. Right. You know, so I'm part of the system, right? So it's a very it's a in that in that perspective, it's it's very tricky because it fools people into thinking that it's benevolent and it's beyond them when it essentially is used for their control. And the, the Republican Party, I feel like I've always I don't know I never really knew if it was Democrat or Republican Party, but there's going to be a new party called the Forward Party, and they're going to push uh, crypto and politics like blockchain right. voting and right, it's a good UBI, point. things yeah, like that. that. That's and, the one um, being run by what's his name in uh, in New York, the guy that ran for uh, for president. I'm totally blanking on his name now. Who's the guy? The, the Asian guy. I can't remember. Um, oh yang 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 yeah is that that's yang's party right the forward party but we'll get into that a little bit later because we we do have some people calling in about the republican party and that well uh, thank you for that sauce um we do have another video here that we can go to to try to explain what's going on uh this one is actually embedded in the news wars and info wars article exposed ftx collapse reveals crypto exchange was nothing but a democrat slush fund a YouTuber named Nobody Special Finance succinctly explained the FTX Ponzi scheme that led to its collapse. Here is the FTX scheme in 90 seconds. Let's watch. This is Sam Bankman-Fried. People call him SBF. He's the founder of FTX. He also controlled the crypto hedge fund called Alameda Research, but that's all gone now. He wants you to think he's a sweet guy. He even bought in a famous YouTuber who called him the most generous man in the world. Yep, that happened. Truth is, Sam Bankman-Fried is a liar and a crook. His personal crypto FTX token was basically a Ponzi scheme hidden below layers of Moonbro jargon. He even went on Bloomberg's podcast and bragged about it. Yep, that happened. He used his Ponzi token as collateral to borrow billions of real dollars that he couldn't pay back. He then used those real dollars to build an empire out of dying companies like Voyager and BlockFi. This led Jim Cramer to call him the new JP Morgan. That's weird. It's not like Jim Cramer to promote a billionaire con artist. SBF sold people cryptos like Bitcoin, or so they thought. What they really bought from SBF was an IOU. But as long as everyone didn't cash in their IOU at the same time, the scheme worked. Until it didn't. This other a-hole who hates SBF came along and engineered a bank run with some passive-aggressive tweets. It worked. SBF didn't have enough money to repay everyone at once, and now his customers have lost everything. He'll be happy to know that this is exactly how every bank in the world operates. So where did all the money go? He misappropriated $4 billion trying to save his failing hedge fund. Whoops, that's a felony. He spent $21 million on Super Bowl commercials, $5 million for the big guy, $40 million in campaign donations. I wonder what he wanted in return. And everyone who's pointing at this story and saying, this is exactly why we need to regulate crypto. Remember that SBF stole billions. That's already a crime. And he spent a lot of it on bribing politicians, also a crime, in order to create a crypto monopoly for himself. Government regulations don't protect the customers. They protect the crooks. That's exactly what SBF was trying to do so you go 90 seconds explains it uh pretty thoroughly again that was a youtuber named nobody special finance again this article lays it down calling it the spectacular meltdown of the ftx crypto exchange has revealed it to be nothing more than a slush fund for democrat candidates sam bankman fried stepped down 
as FTX CEO on Friday after it was announced his exchange had filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in the face of multi-billion dollar liquidity crunch. On Election Day, Bankman Freed managed to lose nearly 94 percent of his estimated $15.5 billion fortune. The U.S. branch of FTX is now valued at $1, down from its peak of $8 billion in January. Bankman-Fried is now under investigation by both the Department of Justice and the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission. Prior to the midterms, this article notes, Bankman-Fried was touted as Politico, as Politico by Politico as the Democrats' quote, newest mega-donor and potential Democrat savior, second only to billionaire globalist George Soros. How did George Soros make his money again? <laughs> Collapsing the British pound? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you ever stop thinking maybe maybe we're the bad guys. You ever stop and go, you know, our biggest donors that prop up our entire ideology and our entire political power structure is just replete with criminals. They're all just criminals. They're all just criminals. You know, it's like um, it's like what's his name? Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse going to the Black Lives Matter rally, shooting three people and like all three of them are like – pedophile criminals wife beaters and <laughs> it's like what are the odds what are the odds i don't know a hundred percent everybody at those rallies is a criminal everybody who funds the democrats are criminals like there's no good people with uh legit legitimately earned money actually supporting these people it's all speculators and manipulators because that's who these people are they, they ever stop to wonder that i mean yeah fdx sounds bad you ever, you ever heard of George Soros in the Bank of England? It's bad too. The globalists are in an absolute panic right now. They are attacking and suing and censoring and spying on and engaging in bullying and physical attacks against populist conservatives and Christians, not just in America, but worldwide. And their number one most hated enemy in the media is InfoWars because we know the globalist number, we know their operation, we know their modus operandi, and we know how to take them down peacefully. We've got great products that fund the operation that also are incredibly powerful and the highest quality for your immune system and more. We have the biggest sale of the year going right now. Black Friday comes early. Use promo code 1776 and get up to 60% off on these best-selling products at InfoWarsStore.com. Biggest sale of the year, promo code 1776, up to 60% off. Take action now and empower your body. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll go out to your phone calls momentarily. Let me just... um, Finish up here with this coverage of SBF, S, uh, FTX, the CTCF, the FTC, the SEC. It's it's just a it's just a who's who of initialisms here. The story's a gateway pundit. Bahamas police and Bahamas securities commissions looking into FTX activities for wrongdoing. Will they find 10% to the big guy, Joe Biden? So Joe Hoft here is trying to connect uh, Joe Biden to this. I don't think there's any evidence of that necessarily, but it's worth noting that the Bahamas and the 
Caribbean islands are a favorite of the world elite in storing just trillions of dollars of ill-gotten money out of the hands of tax collectors here in America. And it's just – it's ubiquitous. It's everything these people do, and it's why you know, as much as we're disappointed in the Republican Party, it, there, it's something – that has metastasized in the Democratic Party. Like it has taken it over. And it's just there. They just can't do anything. It's like they can't do anything without just being ridiculous hypocrites about it. So all of these billionaires that pour hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of hundreds of billions of dollars into political campaigns, almost all exclusively to the Democratic Party, and you have Democrats and some of their like main talking points are always like, the rich should pay their fair share. This message brought to you by billionaires who store all of their money on offshore hidden accounts so as to not pay their fair share. It's just endless hypocrisy. Talk about COP27 or the you know the climate change summits where they all fly their private jets and the politicians like they don't just fly their private jets they're flying private military airliners full of cars so that they can drive their own car when they get to the other side of the world to tell you to, that you need to eat bugs and have a you know carbon based social credit score so you're not consuming too much i mean the level of hypocrisy is just outrageous so yeah, the, the Bahama the Bahama authorities are, are cracking down, so I'm sure they'll get to the bottom of this. I mean, my God. You think your money goes a long way in you know, politics here in America. You know, things like Beto O'Rourke and the amount of money that he has cost his donors in failing to get elected. Forty million dollars, sixty million dollars. Is a Senate seat worth is a Senate seat worth $60 billion. Like what are, what are you getting in return if you're spending uh, – I'm sorry, million, not billion uh, – $60 million on a seat, four years, right? You're spending $80 million. You're spending $20 million a year on a Senate seat. You know they're getting that money back, right? You know that's not just generous of them. They're not just giving away charity. They're investing, and they expect a return. So you have to wonder, are – Senate seats worth $20 million a year, and if so, how? And then you see how many billions they send to Ukraine. You're like, oh, right, this is all just a big money laundering operation. So the crypto, the FTX crypto company gave at least $40 million to Democrat candidates and causes in the midterms. Sam Bankman-Fried is Biden's second biggest political donor. The word is now out. The Democrats sent tens of billions to Ukraine and then laundered this money back to Democrat pockets and funds in the U.S. Now the company's bankrupt and the funds are nowhere to be found. Your tax dollars at work. The cycle goes like this. You've got philanthropists, the wonderful philanthropists whose love for humanity tells them to donate to Democrats. Democrats back Biden. Biden gives hundreds of millions of dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine then uses that USA to partner with FTX, sends money to the FTX. They reinvest it back in the Democrats, and the cycle continues. That's how it goes. But again, the Bahaman Securities Commission is investigating criminal misconduct 
in the collapse of the crypto exchange FTX because, of course, it is registered in the Bahamas. Because the people that are spending tens of millions of dollars to tell, you know, to campaign on the rich should pay their fair share. They're all hiding all of their money on offshore accounts, not paying their fair share, circumventing the very laws that they want you to be saddled with. Do you have the ability to start an exchange commissions company in the Bahamas? Of course not. You're not a part of the Illuminati. You don't know these little tricks that they have, these little solutions they have to the problems that you face. They don't have to face those problems. Red State has the story. Ukraine, a Ponzi scheme, and a top Democrat donor raise serious questions. And again, it's like, is this worth spending all of this time on? It is because it reflects so much of what's going on in America these days. The wholesale pillaging that's taking place on behalf of Ukraine. The fact that the money going to Ukraine, we don't know where it's going. It's being reinvested back into the pockets of the very people that voted to give your money to Ukraine in the first place. The scheme and scam of you know fiat currency and the fact that it's not based on anything and it's all being held up by illusion essentially black magic and of course the fact that these people that are donating to democrats chanting all along in in perfect form the rich must pay their fair share the rich must pay their fair share all of these people are bankrolled by billionaires whose true wealth is unknown because all of it is stored in secret accounts and offshore banks and will never be subject to taxes. The money that they would be paying in taxes, instead they'll package it up in a media buy to get a Democrat politician to tell you to pay more in your taxes. It's just ridiculous and outrageous, and they know that they can they're, – they're happy to have more taxes because they'll just avoid the taxes anyway. More taxes, more stuff to avoid for them. They don't care. They say there are so many uh, questions that arise from this. For example, why is Ukraine, which we are all assured is broke and needs taxpayer money, playing around with a Democrat-linked crypto company? It was revealed that FTX had partnered with Ukraine to process donations to their war effort within days of Joe Biden pledging billions of American taxpayers to the company. Ukraine invested into FTX as the Biden administration funneled funds into the invaded nations, and the FTX then made massive donations to the Democrats in the U.S., while that was happening, FTX's founder was handing out tens of millions of dollars from the Bahamas to help elect Democrats back in the United States. That is one of the shadiest things I've ever witnessed in politics. But again, it's just – this is just where it's apparent. This is just where it's been exposed and everybody knows it's happening. This exact thing, same thing is happening to a much larger degree right out in the open, and it's just people are used to it. I mean who do you think is getting the billions of dollars to Ukraine? It's going to the weapons manufacturers in this country who then send lobbyists to Washington, D.C., who get embedded in places like the State Department, who are the ones responsible for the outbreak of conflict in Ukraine in the first place. They are creating their own marketplace. They're creating their own demand for their own products, and they're profiting billions in the process. None of this is exactly novel or new or unexpected or unheard of. It's just an example that we get to look at and say, see, this is how it all works behind the scenes. This is how all the sausage is made. There's no difference to this than what's happening with George Soros. There's no difference to this than what's happening with the Federal Reserve. And when it comes to Ukraine, you think these are the only people that are laundering money through Ukraine? The entire Ukraine circumstances were brought about in the first place 
to provide a place where you could launder money like this. And of course, when Donald Trump goes to look into it, they impeach him over it, and they've launched a war now to really maximize their profit potential in that country. Just, just wild stuff, major red flags for months and months, if not years, and yet he was allowed to continue to do this. And the story breaks as soon as the midterms are over and all of that ill-gotten money has been effectively funneled out to the Democrat candidates. Pretty incredible stuff, but we'll move on to other topics here. On the other side, we'll go straight out to your phone calls. We've got Marcus in Ohio, BS Assassin, Jimmy in Utah, Laura in Chicago, John in Florida, Jordan, Adam, Joel, Ethan, all of you coming up in an hour and more left in today's episode of American Journal. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us and everything that we do, like getting to the bottom of this ridiculous corruption. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Uh, your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page, people can give you in Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Ethereum. Right. Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto. Fund Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto, fund InfoWars. Donate now, InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. I'm pointing my finger at you. And I'm also pointing it right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take DX3. And you know it makes your life better. And you know it makes you healthier. And you constantly forget. And when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away. Plus, it funds our operation. We've got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we go out to your phone calls now. We're just going to go right in order here. Marcus in Ohio is called in first, and it looks like we're doing something we haven't done in a while. Marcus, you've got five conspiracies for me. We used to call in almost every day and give us a list of five conspiracies to go through, and then I guess we got through all of them. You've dug into some rabbit hole in the darkest corners of the internet to find five more. We're excited to hear them. Thanks for calling in, Marcus. You're on the air. Marcus, are you there? Oh, Marcus. Dang it. It's usually so good. Well, let's leave Marcus on the line. He might come back to his phone. We go now to BS Assassin in New York who wants to talk about the new COVID test. That is completely accurate. I haven't heard about this, BS Assassin. Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. 
Breaking, breaking news, news only here on the American Turtle. Let's go, baby. All right, so, uh, yeah, I got good news today, fellas. There is a new COVID test out that is supposedly 8 billion percent accurate because we all know the PCR test is not able to detect a made-up virus because they don't exist. It can only amplify bacteria, parasites, or toxins within which you all have. But there is this new test that is so advanced, it detects the precise illness within. It is none other than how big is the monkey on your chest test. All right. So first of all, you have to have a monkey chart to help your doctor, help you and your doctor pick out a properly sized monkey to describe your illness. For instance, if you tell your doctor you got a little macaque dancing around your chest, you probably just got a cold or a flu. But if you say you got an orangutan jumping on your chest, it's more serious lung infection, probably pneumonia. But if you say you got a gorilla on your chest, then that's definitely a non-isolated, completely made-up killer fake virus named COVID, and you're going to die. Not from the made-up virus, but from the poison they got to treat the imaginary virus will kill your ass. Hashtag ventilators. Breaking news. BS assassin on the field. Breaking, wow. breaking news, news. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that news update, BS Assassin. That was uh, that was excellent. Uh, remember when they did that? Remember when they just admitted like a year and a half into the thing? Because we knew the whole time exactly what BS Assassin is saying. The PCR test never should have been used, didn't actually detect COVID, uh, not even supposed to detect viruses in the first place. And then like a year and a half into the the COVID pandemic, they like admitted that. They were just like, oh yeah, by the way, the PSR test or PCR test does not detect whether it's COVID or not. It just detects a virus. Remember remember how they told you the flu took a year off that year and you had about the same number of COVID cases as you would have had flu cases in a normal year? God, just crazy coincidences, BS Assassin. So many coincidences going on in 2020 and 2021. Incredible. Yeah, your corona test is positive. Maybe it shouldn't be. We're all learning this all of a sudden. Yes, we silenced Infowars and we banned them from the internet and we kicked them off of YouTube for mentioning this, but now we've decided to admit that it's actually true the entire time. And people still trust the authorities. How many times do you have to be lied to, folks? Let's go now to Laura in Chicago. Questions about voting issues in Illinois. Thanks for calling in. Laura, you're on the air. Hey, Harrison, you're awesome. Um, I wasn't going to vote. Um, on election day, but then, you know, I listened to Owen. He's like, you got to get out there, you know, for integrity of the election system. So I did vote, but when I was on the ballot, looking on the ballot, you know how Tammy Duckworth came out and said she's leaving the Democratic Party, blah, 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 blah. You know, great, good for her. And then when I went to vote for Kathy Selby, Deborah, um, Tammy Duckworth was on the ballot and she won what is going on with her was she on the ballot as a democrat yeah she's on the ballot as a democrat senator and she won like by 70 percent or something interesting yeah i wonder if i mean i wonder if she was just talking trash when she said i'm leaving the democratic party if that just wasn't true i don't know because that was over a month ago that she announced she was leaving. So they could have, like, gotten more ballots with her name off. Right. But now she's an Illinois state senator, and no one's talking about it. I just thought that was weird. Well, I mean, you know, it's sort of hard to uh, – it's hard to actually define, like, if they're in the Democratic Party or not. I mean, she would have to actually, like, sever her ties with the Democratic Party, and then they would sever ties with her. But she could still run as an independent. But if you're doing, like, the – 
down ballot thing, although it's different now. Back, I remember in college and stuff, I'd go and vote, and they had an option for just like straight ticket voting. I would just hit the usually I'd hit the, remember, the libertarian yeah, button. And, like, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I, I don't know if that's still the case in any places, but certainly that would help her get votes if she was listed under the Democratic Party because then Democrat straight tickets will vote for her, whereas if she was listed as an independent, they wouldn't. So it could just be a little, a little bit of electioneering. It's not cheating if you change the laws first. Remember, that's how it works. Thanks for the call, Laura. Let's go to John in Florida now. He wants to talk about the Republican Party. Uh, thanks for calling in. John, you are on the air. Hey, Harrison. How you doing, buddy? Good, thanks. Just figured I'd let you know. By the way, I do have all four coins, uh, just so you know, and I got the signed uh, Great Reset book, too. Oh, and, of course, great. your the, supplements those, keep me going. Put those somewhere safe. They'll be worth a lot in a couple centuries, yeah. <laughs> a couple decades. Yeah, I know. Speaking of which, but, yeah, I noticed as being, you know, because I told you I had worked the election when I talked to you last week. Sure. I noticed a lot of people that came in with their kids, first-time voters, but there's there is a movement. I think what we need is a new Republican Party. We need to have our own convention and take the best, the fieriest senators and congresspeople and have them all get together in one place and start a new movement so we can get rid of the dead weight. Because that's the problem. We got all this dead weight in the Republican Party. They don't want to get their hands dirty. They don't want to do anything. Well, that's, you know, I've always been a hands-on person. You know, if you can't, like my dad always said, a job worth doing is a job worth doing well. And if right. you can't do it, get the hell out of the way. Let somebody else do it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Just, so, so do you see it? You just see like a MAGA party. That's like more, more Republican, more sort of Trump style Republicanism. And just, we'll just separate from the Republican party with, we'll take all the good guys and leave and go have our own party somewhere else. Exactly. Or, yeah. More blue collar, maybe, you know what I mean? More, more down there. Like let's work and get it done. That so, type. I see that, you know, I see it where yeah. I am in central Florida. And that I does a lot of it. And that does seem to be happening already. So do you think this is something that needs to like happen right now? Or is this just, this is what's going yeah. to happen over the next couple of years. All of those old uh, blue blood Republicans will be weeded out and we'll replace well, them. One I, by I think one. it could happen quickly. And that's why I was thinking about that medical, uh, having like a medical conference in Florida and get our governor to throw out all the COVID regulations. Cause that would snowball in other States. And you may pick up more Republicans, younger Republicans that way because they have families. Right. And that's what people forget about DeSantis. He's got three kids. He's not going to do anything to harm his kids. Right. Yeah, and absolutely. I think that carries a lot of weight. And for InfoWars, I had a great idea of being a musician. And I know a lot of musicians. I think we should have like an InfoWars telethon and tie it into it, have all the medical doctors and tie it all in together to bring, you know, to bring everything to light about what's happened with all this carnage of death and everything else that's been surrounded these death shots since they started this crap you know yeah telethon i i like that idea i mean we used we used to do more of the like 30 hour broadcast and stuff we haven't de- right. done those in a while but uh and maybe, maybe there's one coming up i don't know maybe you know maybe we just need some sort of uh ponzi scheme current uh cryptocurrency scam <laughs> and then you know we could pay off the billions that they're charging us in in a matter of months and then just disappear to the bahamas and sit on the beach That's for the rest true. of our lives maybe we can just do that uh, all right what? thank you thank you for that uh call john we're gonna go to more of your calls in the next hour we've got adam from ontario joel in indianapolis and ethan from alaska uh joel and ethan also want to talk about their republican party are you the cohen brothers 
did the Cone brothers call in to talk about the Republican Party today? I guess we'll find out in the next hour. In the meantime, let me remind you folks, go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. It is the most crucial moment in our entire history, whether we succeed and actually are carried into the future and able to expand and grow and continue on in our mission to defeat the globalists through peaceful information warfare or whether we collapse into a heap and become just a uh, – you know, heads stuffed on the wall of the Democrat power brokers is up to you entirely. If we can make it through these next couple of months, show that we're solvent, show that we can make it through the bankruptcy proceedings, we can come out on top and be bigger and better than ever. But if we don't get this, your support in the next couple of months, then that's the end of the road. So help us guarantee that you have a place to go to find truth and have a place to speak your own voice and call in and express your own thoughts. Make sure that InfoWars continues to be here into the future by going to InfoWarsStore.com. We make it so easy for you to do it. And folks, if you've ever thought about supporting InfoWars but just haven't pulled the trigger, haven't made that decision and actually purchased something, now is the best time to do it. You're getting the best prices ever. Biggest sale of the year with the Black Friday comes early, super sale. Incredible products plus an additional 10% off with 1776 as the promo code when you check out. And heck, if nothing else, just grab some knockout sleep support, 40% off and in limited supply. Everybody could use a restful, nice sleep. Try the fish oil or vitamin C. I mean, these are things that 90% of America takes on a daily basis. Why not shop with the good guys at InfoWarsStore.com? We'll be back to the third hour in one minute. The biggest sale of 2022 at InfoWarsStore.com is about to end. All our products are marked down at least 40 to 50%. But with promo code 1776, get an additional 10% off and double Patriot points. That's 60% off and 10% off on your next order as well. You cannot beat the deal. Plus, we've got incredible products like Vitamin Mineral Fusion, X3, DNA Force Plus, the list goes on and on. And these products aren't just amazing, they also fund the tip of the spear in the fight against the New World Order. So I want to thank you all for your previous support, and I want to encourage you now to take advantage of the best deals of 2022 at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Get up to 60% off, and it keeps us on the air, and it boosts your immune system, and so much more. Take action now.